Hey, this is Goathead. And this is Amish. And we are Stooges with Stogies. What are we smoking today, Amish? We're going to rock some Drew Estates Java. Drew Estates Java. Why do I feel like Drew Estates... Java Toro Latte. Why do I feel like Drew Estates haunts... Why do we keep smoking Drew Estate cigars? Well, because they make my favorite, and... Are they, are they? You didn't motherfucking buy them. Oh, that's true. Well, okay. Uh, I don't know they make was... your favorite, which we discussed last week, is Acid Cuba Cuba. Cuba Grande. Cuba Grande. I'm sorry. Cuba Cuba is the same Cuba thing. Grande. But the Grande. The Grande. It's my favorite word. Grande. And Acid, or wait, Acid is owned by Drew Estates? Yes. Drew oh, okay. Acid. I feel like we've been we've smoked several different styles that were not acid, and I was not aware it was all the same. Well, it's it's not parent th- company. It's not the same, it's, right? But uh, are know, they I, in I Nicaragua? Th- I think they do a good work. Uh, actually, uh, I think they're Dominican Republic. I Dominican. Think. Damn, these smell excellent. I. That is what I thought. These I are not, like I have not had one yet, but. Do you it, do you think it smells like coffee or chocolate? Somewhere in between, I think. Like I'm I getting can, more chocolate. That could be. Wow! Yeah, I'm Looks excited. Maybe, maybe fire makes the coffee. Maybe. Maybe you got to warm it up, son. Warm it up. It's like hot chocolate. Uh, you're very square. I don't. I don't smoke many square cigars. Well, cube you, cube cigars. You should. I guess it would be a more of a rectangle. Rectangle. It's a parallelogram. Parallelogram. That is the greatest Xbox Live name. Maybe ever. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good one. Thousand guys sucked ass. Uh, I was pretty... I, I, I kind of am disappointed I don't have that anymore. The the backstory to that is magical, but yeah. yeah the reality was, of that was it got stupid real quick. Yeah. That was back when, like, you could hear everyone you were playing with on Halo. Yeah. And, like, they'd be going, oh, you got butt-fucked by a thousand guys. <laughs> that was not fun. The being butt-fucked or the being called out on it? Um, yeah. <laughs> Both, huh? The origins of that was, had had he ever played before? Oh, no. Like, not a lot. I can't say his name. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, this... Guy, I can edit that out. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> this, this fellow that we went to high school with was uh, he was playing Halo with a Halo One. Like we were all on the same Old school. It's probably Halo Two, wasn't it? I think it was Halo One because you couldn't play that online. And I swear. And so the funny thing about that is, like, we could all see each other's screens. We we're on like, oh yeah, we we're on like split maybe, screen. Maybe it was. Yeah, there were only four of us. It was two on two. We we're at the ice one. Yeah. Or I remember it clearly. And let's face it, he was getting his ass handed to him uh, because a couple of us were, I mean, friggin' surgeons. It's all we did. Yeah. It was all we did back then. And uh, so I was outside the base just chucking grenades in and shooting and murdering him, basically. And he was yelling at his partner, you got to get over here. There's like a thousand guys outside. <laughs> it's like being in a room with a thousand guys. I was really He would spawn him. and just die. It was a total lopsided murder fest. Yeah. 
He was he was he was a bunny rabbit in a cage full of lions. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's not the case anymore. Sometimes but. I miss being good at th- first person shooters, but then I think back to what my social life was like when I was. Then you realize that you might have gotten laid a lot more. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. I mean, sure. I wouldn't. But you guys there was hope for you guys. And instead we were just online shooting each other. You you going to tell the our faithful listeners about the story of uh Scaring the chick out of her shoes. Today. Oh my god! Well, we'll get to that. We'll definitely get to that. Um, but let's. For, so, all right, let's get off the first person shooter thing. Although, before we stop talking about my awesome one thousand guys gamer tag, um, I do want to point out that there, as much shit as I got for that having that gamer tag, because many jokes were made at my expense. There was this one time when I was playing Halo Two multiplayer. And I was fucking murdering, and this dude, this this dude on my team was like, "Damn, you are like a thousand guys." <laughs> and I was like, "Fucking right, buddy." One person in the entire time he played, this is true. Got it. This is true. One person, one guy. It was, but I, <laughs> out of the thousands, I was we so thankful with. to that one. Like I felt so good in that moment. <laughs> hours and hours of wasting my time playing first person shooters, and, and that's. What bothers me is paid off in that moment. Two was my game. That was yeah. my time to shine. I was you're more the of a greatest. dual wielder, really. I was that was perfection in my eyes. Yeah. That was everything it was supposed to be. I could slaughter anybody. I mean, whole teams. I hate them their ass. Is wrath. And then I Yeah. I got the three, and oh, it's a six-year-old girl. Uh, no, yeah, well, they was, dropped the dual wielding. I think that was kind of your thing, right? Maybe I could never get a rhythm going. I could never get a, a combo, and you know, nothing. It yeah. just it all fell apart. Well, that's how I feel now. I can't play for shit now. I, but you know, I we also it might have been the fact that you know, too, I dedicated a significant portion of the day. That's the thing. Yeah. To making sure I was on the top of my game, which, like I said, didn't happen with any of the other. I basically went to grad school just so I could dedicate all of my time <laughs> to playing Halo. And buddy, Halo 3 came out at the beginning of my second year of grad school. So you can imagine how things were going six months later when I was getting ready to graduate. Had nothing better to do than play Rocket Racers with Tim. ridiculous oh my god that was that's the that's the height like in my mind the pinnacle of my video game experience thus far was playing rocket racers with tim uh that spring uh before we graduated and just just massacring people and having a great time with it it was like i understand now why like my nephews are playing Fortnite and they play these goofy game types and i don't get it i don't like that game at all to begin with but I get to, like, at a certain point, you get so good at the game, the regular game's boring. you got to get the weird stuff to, yeah. like, entertain you. <laughs> Which is why David Carradine is dead. I mean, we'll just throw that out there. Yep. Well, that's a... Hmm. Bring that right back to reality. A, you fucking took a left turn on that one, man. <laughs> Not really. You hard it's exactly left. what you said. Hard left. It's exactly okay. what you were talking about. Anywho, so how's your cigar? I haven't even lit mine yet. You need to get cracking. It definitely 
it's toughening up a little bit. Like initially, it's very, very uh, chocolatey and coffee. Now it's a little more coffee, I think. Yeah, but it's weird to have a square one in your mouth. <laughs> you know? Yeah. For you, it ought to be shocking. Yeah, I'd imagine. How many square ones have you had in your mouth? Well, uh, Drew Estates makes the Cuba deep dish, which is a square one, but it's bigger than this. It's somewhere in between. A you prefer to have a big square one in your mouth? If you're going to have a square one, might as well be a big one. Just saying. <laughs> it's somewhere in between a Cuba Cuba and a Cuba Grande. Okay. It's a little... But square. Yeah, but square. Uh, they call them box press, I believe. Box press. So they they, they kind of stuff them in the box. I, I think that's why they call it box press. What's in the box? They just stuff them in the box and just press the lid closed and seal it What's up. What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? <laughs> it's one of the uh yeah it's from seven maybe one of the most brutal yeah. serial killers i saw that was on streaming here recently i want to uh, i haven't watched it in a long time that i don't like all it. the usual suspects i feel like i watched it did you know there's an alternate ending to that to seven yeah really and i they should have went with it it was better you remember what happens at the end of seven i do Spoiler alert, you've had, what, 20-something years, For 20 years? In the box. Yeah, he's asking what's in the box. Now, he's killing everybody based on the seven deadly sins, right? And he goes through all the others, and the last one is Wrath. And he turns himself in, and in order to get his last kill, the last kill is him. And Pretty brilliant, really. He's going to, yes, so he kills Brad Pitt's character's pregnant wife. Pregnant wife. And sends her head out in the middle of nowhere for to be delivered when they're out there alone so that this guy can kill him. And so what he, delivery service did he use for that? I mean, honestly. I, I'm pretty sure you could walk up to a guy on the street and say, I'll give you $1,000 now. And a thousand dollars on delivery, if you deliver this box to wherever. And well, see, my thing is, I don't happen. even think I don't even think FedEx would check. Mm, smells like a dead head. Not opening it. Well, it's it's in plastic and stuff. Oh, but the uh, the alternate end. Well, and in, in that in the theatrical ending, Brad Pitt shoots him, and I don't blame him. I mean, no. I'm. But throughout the the whole movie, Morgan Freeman's character is retiring. Throughout all of this, you know, he just, all the crazy stuff doesn't shock him anymore. He just kind of keeps going, you know, day in, day out, and he's getting out. He's retiring, going to call it a life. Just, he's had enough. So, in the alternate ending, uh, uh, Morgan Freeman finds out what's in the box, and Brad Pitt's character is going a little nuts. Morgan Freeman walks up and shoots the guy. Just blows his head off. Blows or, I mean, brutal killing. And uh, Brad Pitt looks at him and is like, what the hell are you doing? And he says, retiring. Credits. That's a pretty good ending. I like that better than the... Uh, I wonder why they changed it. 
I, <laughs> they wanted that gut punch. And I am, there are a lot of people who prefer that. I do not. Yeah. I, you know, movies are a fantasy. I understand they're a fantasy and I want good to triumph over evil. Uh, that's just what I want to see. Yeah. So, well, that definitely happened in the movie we saw today. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to go see nobody. Especially if you're a fan of action movies and we're action movies. And if you've seen a movie, well, and in funny the last, action movies, if you've seen an action, movie action last, comedy. Yeah. And if you've seen John wick, this is like, this is like John wick, but funnier. Well, and it's, and it's not like, you know, it's not the naked gun, right? It's something that is, uh, it fits in the world completely. And they play it pretty straight, dead straight, but it's hilarious. But it's so crazy <laughs> what's going on throughout the whole thing. Like you're just, you're watching. It is perfection. It was exactly what it was supposed to be. It was everything it was supposed to be. And more. They, it was a movie pretty much made for Amish. They delivered just <laughs> a ludicrous far out action movie. With a, a lot of actual, you know, like it, a lot of dramatic parts and you understand, you can feel the guy's pain throughout the whole thing. Like you understand what's going through his head. Yeah. You know, it was and, kind of a slow start when you and say it's not a, a little bit. Yeah. And it's not a, it's not sloppy. You know, there's older right. action movies are sloppy and you could see where it could easily have been, have gotten sloppy. Yeah. But, and you'd have like, forgiven him for it. Yeah. It all makes sense. It's all, you know, they're, <laughs> like I said, it's just perfect. It is so perfect. I, it was so perfect. It was a great movie. I was very impressed. I with think it's probably going to be one of Amish's all-time favorites. I would say so, yeah. Just. <laughs> well, it had Christopher Lloyd. Plays as, his dad. As Bob Odenkirk's dad. He's, he's got to be like 100. I mean, <laughs> he looks 100 in it. He's old. And, and hey, spoiler alert. Christopher Lloyd pulls some triggers. Christopher Lloyd is fucking bad. To He's the like bone. a trigger happy old man. <laughs> it is so fucking funny. You are unprepared for how awesome this old dude is going to be. Because, like I said, he's got to be a hundred. Like maybe they maybe they spiced him up with something, but he was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christopher Lloyd all jacked up on Adderall. <laughs> It was just, yeah, it was a wild trip. I was, yeah, I, I was will, really worried. Because I was too. All this hype, you know, and you're, you're watching it, man. The, the premise is so fucking it, awesome. Exactly. My thoughts, exactly. I was really excited about it. And you could easily fumble it. And I was really worried it would just be kind of meh. Yeah. Like, pretty, like just kind of, they phoned it in. Nothing. They, they were going to, they were going to add all this hype. And get people to go see it, and then and it would just be your typical deliver a shit taco. It would just be your kind of your typical, you know, story with not a lot of interesting, you know, thoughtful or like unique things things about it. And there was a lot that was unique things you didn't expect. There were definitely a few moments that I was thinking, um, like like we talked about. You thought that a couple things wouldn't have worked. Like, do you think the grenade would have worked? 
in the in the press? Uh, maybe because or would it maybe. have smashed it? Well, I there when uh, any uh, demolition experts out there can tell us this, but in as far as I know, if you keep compressing something that's flammable, it will burst into flames. Mm-hmm. That, like I said, that's because it delivers a tremendous amount of heat to it. The more you, the more pressure you put on it, the more heat's going into it. I don't know what that point is for whatever's in those. I don't even know, I guess, what the explosive is in a hand grenade. I don't know if it's gunpowder. I know the old ones are gunpowder, but I don't know if it's... I have no idea. Gunpowder would go off if you press, I mean, you put it in press. press it like that. So, and the, the, uh, it would make the explosion way worse. Most of the time, you know, uh, it, a lot of the pressure goes out the fuse. Sure. Well, you just covered that. Right. So the pressure would build even more before it was released, which means you get a, a lot bigger pop. What I liked was the, the jar of nails and gunpowder. That was pretty good, yeah. That he just rolls down the hallway. <laughs> like, oh, shit, this is going to suck. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> it is magnificent. Magnificent. The uh, I think my favorite was the the one shot triple tap. I've been waiting all my life to see that in a movie, <laughs> and they did it with the right weapon, the right context. You know, that's it's a full metal jacket. You know, uh, rifle round at close range. That bullet probably would have gone through ten people. I mean, it just a ludicrous amount of power in a little bitty pointed hard nosed bullet. Just keep going. I wonder and, yeah, how much it was of magical. that Bob Odenkirk actually did and how much was stunt double. I was told that he'd been training hardcore. A lot of it looked like it m- might have been him, and a lot of it looked good. He, like yeah. John Wick level. Yeah, he looked great. Like I said, it, it it really looked like he brought his A game. You know, And he wasn't soft at all. No. Uh, he didn't look like a comedian, I'll tell you that. No. It was very much like, better call Saul, Saul gets angry. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you, you, you are very invested in this guy. You, can, you, can, you know from the trailer that he's holding stuff back. Yeah. And you're watching all these people like, oh, I hope he just fucks that dude up. Right. And he just keeps really kind of going on about his day. Which, like I said, you kind of want him to, and you don't. Because you want to see him unleashed, but... You, but you realize what's at stake for him. Yeah, you're not, you know, you're... They do a really good job, actually, of setting that up and, like, yeah. making him a really, um, like, you, you really sympathize with him. Yeah. So, anyway, like I said, what I loved, the dad was perfect. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is, once again, perfect. You can see You can see him as this... You can see him as both things which is shocking. You can see him as, you know, just a friggin' accountant and getting crapped on. Yeah. And, you know, of course, like I said, from the trailers, you can see him being this wicked as hell dude. So, and <clears throat> the, uh, the, uh, the wife, like I said, the, the whole family works. It all works out. It, 
like it's everything it was supposed to be. It was magical. Uh, maybe maybe it was slowish in the beginning, but you gotta. But it was a good setup. Like you, that, you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't just start in with action and still have the story. Yeah, one of my favorite things about it is it did take the time. Like I think you, it could be criticized for being a little bit slow for the first maybe fifteen minutes, but I think I appreciated that they took the time to start off slowly, set it up right, and really sh- sh- create this character and and his life. Like, and it really didn't take that much time. They did a good job of that. I yeah, thought it was pretty like, streamlined. Like I said, you could really see it. You and yeah, you really got a strong impression of which, what his life was like, which made the rest of it. You know, you can understand his anger at it. They showed a lot without telling, which is just you know that's a, yeah. a hallmark of a good movie. Um, and you, there's a lot of stuff that you could that it were explained was explained by his face. Yeah, for just, sure. He didn't Again. have to tell you what what was going on. Yeah, you knew. Yeah, yeah. Really, really, kind of a. I think, I, and maybe part of it is that, you know, we, we've been in a year where we haven't had a lot of good movies, you know, maybe the, the whole COVID thing has kind of made the movie industry pretty slow, but I, so I'm I happy said I, to get any good movie. I'm very certain this was, I was happy to get into a theater. This, yeah. And that theater was awesome. The theater experience was pretty great. We're going to plug the theater. I mean, Palms in Waukee, Iowa was magical. Food was good. Uh, what was the? It was well, it was a special thing. What was it? Well, we were in the like the dining theater where you can have food and drinks. Um, they Basically, you get your own recliner. Super comfy chairs. Ludicrously awesome. I think the trays should be bigger, but it's it's like an old school. Uh, the trays were a little bit problematic. They were kind of small, but. Uh, you know, they, they swung over in front of you. So, you know, you can getting up and down and all that stuff was easy. There was a cup holder, so you couldn't knock that over and stuff like that. Like it was, uh, it's it's an electric recliner. You can lay back. I went full toddler. I ordered, I I ordered some nachos. I reclined. I put some napkins over my belly. Just so he could stuff his face. Stuffed my face with nachos. Jeez. The napkins caught all the drippings. I it mean, was great. They they full don't toddler. they don't have feed bags. If you want to go full toddler, do but it with the palms and you could do the toddler like Goathead did. <laughs> if we just got a funnel and poured it in, Goathead would have been happy. But the beer was a little stale. Actually, uh, that's my only complaint. My beer was good. I have a so. feeling the kegs were old. I have a feeling they probably haven't been that busy up until recently. Uh, probably not. Well, I mean, they probably had, they, there haven't been any new releases to draw well, people in. They couldn't be open. When could they open again? See, I don't know. They're like the only theater that is open right now. Well, I well that, that might be true. Uh, I think AMC said that all of theirs were going to be open. Uh, maybe that was this weekend. They oh, they yeah. would be open. All of them would be open. Yeah, in the uh, the whole United States, which is impressive. Yeah. So things well, are opening back up. It's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. I think people are ready. I think people are looking forward to get. Yeah, fifteen days, huh? I don't know that. This has been a crazy, crazy year. Yeah, but uh, it's nice to see some light at the end of the tunnel and people For can get back sure. out. How's your cigar, Amish? I I'm still digging it. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's, I don't feel like the flavor is strong at this yeah. point. Now. 
it definitely started off a lot stronger. Yeah. But of course, you know, maybe maybe it's uh the act of smoking it that is changing that. Could be. But could be. It's still very smooth and delightful. Delightful. Thanks for smoking. And drinking. With Amish. And Dothan. This has been Stooges. With Stokes. You're welcome. You're welcome.